is the fact that he was a Jew but staying in Cyprus and he converted to Christianity. And one thing was very peculiar with the early church, which to a great extent we have lost in our time. And what was it? It was known among the disciples or the apostles who were first called Christians that they gave up their positions. The mystery of the fact that Christ died for us so that we no longer live for ourselves but to live for him who loved us and died for us was very deep in their heart. It was a very common characteristic among them that time. They need to become a Christian. The first mystery that they will inculcate to you, you don't live for self. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, living for self is destruction. Self aggrandizement, self possessions, living for pleasure, living for the materialities of this world. It's a curse. As if you were created, you just come to this world, and these things you have, you have, that are around you are the thing that determines your world. It has become the culture of the world today. So when Barnabas, you know, who was called Joseph then, converted, they took the name Barnabas, he gave up all his possessions and changed them to Barnabas, which means sons of what? Encouragement. Now, having discovered his, 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 you know, his own space in the realm of the Spirit, he knew that he would not be so outspoken like Paul in preaching the gospel. But he has the logistics of paving way for Paul. He was the person who brought Paul to the apostles. Because Paul himself needed the approval of the apostles in advance of the gospel. What authority backs what you are doing? If Paul had continued on his own, nobody would have known him. He needed to be brought into the college of the apostles for them to recognize him. As a matter of fact, to endorse him that yes, he is with us. Because Barnabas had paid me for that. The first council that the church ever had in life, Barnabas was very instrumental to it, and he also brought Paul there. If you hear Paul, that he went to this, this country, Corinth, he went to Thessalonians, he went to Colossus, he went to uh, Philippians, all those endeavors were very instrumental. Barnabas was very instrumental in opening doors for him in that area. So he goes, prepares the ground, say, Paul, I have come. Let's go to this place. So Paul was like the one on stage, but the person behind the scene was Barnabas. That's why when they prayed and fasted, the whole thing to say was, set apart for me, Paul and Barnabas, for the mission I have what? Prepared for them. Dear child of God, what are you living for? What are we living for? To what degree has your life been a part in the kingdom? You see, these are the things that matters a lot. 
when we talk about this type of spirituality today in our current world, it is called foolishness. It's called foolishness. Mm -hmm. Because what do we, the things you will acquire here are, are the things we want to brag with. We want to show them that we have arrived. So the only thing that makes you arrive is that, for you, is that you have acquired all these things. It's deception, it's vanity. It's vanity. Don't ever see increasing material things as success. If you're a true Christian who has received Christ, that ideology must be rooted out. The Christian life is a life of dedication to Christ. Everything we live, we live for Christ. Once Truman said that when you live for self, it means that darkness owns you. And Jesus himself to emphasize, he said, if you want to be my disciple, you must what? Deny yourself. That's the first criteria. Deny living for self. Not that we don't need material things, but there's this consciousness where, let me just explain it a little bit more deeper. What is the percentage of your life expenses, your life, you know, uh, uh, um, if you have to weigh your substance of who you are, what percentage belongs to God? From your personality, to your mental acquisition, the life calling it academics, to physical acquisition, talk of money, material things, to what percent, what percent belongs to God? What percent, you know, propels the things of God? That's how you weigh yourself. And the devil will do everything to make sure that God has the smallest percentage. Why the bigger percentage is for his own system? Because vanity belongs to him. Fortress belongs to him. Materialism is a spiritual to the devil. You only arrive when the Spirit of Christ truly possesses you and you are living for him. Not because you have acquired material things. This is the kind of gospel that we don't preach today again. It's the gospel of materialism that is on, on highways now. My God is blessing me. My God is fulfilling me. My God is chasing me. It's a blessing. And so testimonies are houses, cars, money. That is testimony. My God has proved himself in my life. But your soul is bankrupt of death. Your soul is bankrupt of the element of God. In the early church, they say they will go and sell all they have and then bring them at the feet of the disciples. Today, quality of thing is lacking. Today, quality sacrifice, seed sowing is lacking. How much of the kingdom are we advancing? Those who know the truth behind the, the scene are pushing, are giving all they have, and some are telling them they are stupid. They tell you, is that, is that anything church are going? Okay. On the day of Brooklyn, we don't know those who are more serious. This spirituality has, you know, hit the heart of so many that they understand the place of life. We must not allow this to, you know, you know, depart from us. This spirituality. The world must not tell us how to live. 
must tell the world how to live. And finally, Barnabas was known to be worried about where have the word of God been preached? So where and where has the kingdom been advanced? He will tell Paul, that area, we need to go there. He walked out the logistics and they will go there. That was his concern. That people will hear the word of God and conversion was coming. People were repenting. That was his concern. Child of God, are you aware that in the agenda of God, this is the first one? That the gospel be preached. So anything that will help advance the gospel should be our concern. With the Holy Ghost Fathers, there's what we call Holy Ghost Vocation Movement. Those of them who are there at the Akwe celebration, uh, we hear our spirit talk about it so much. When we say we have those whom God sent on the front line, we like the priests who are working in different parts of the world, Philippines, Pakistan, Zimbabwe, many parts of the world, okay? Very difficult missions. There are those who God uses their hard and money to, to advance the, the kingdom. And so we have a channel through which they give to support this, you know, the, the movement of the kingdom of God through the word of God. So if you're not there on the front line, then what are you doing behind the scenes? To what degree are you pushing? Is that part of your agenda? Because on that day of transition, you must be able to say concretely, this and this are the things I was able to achieve with regards to the kingdom that I, be, I, I believe in, the kingdom I belong to. So the life of Barnabas today challenges us. If we say we have the same Christ within, then we must learn from him. There must be a conscious effort to make sure that we play our own role in advancing the kingdom, in preaching about the kingdom, in making sure that the source of men receive the kingdom. Use your ingenuity, use your giftedness, use yourself. The one that has taken not receiving the gospel. Use all that God has given to you and make your lasting impact. That must be our concern. This is the true spirituality. This is the spirituality that the devil is every day fighting against. And so we pray that through his intercession, our eyes will open more and more. That this darkness that is ravaging the Christian church of today, making us feel that it's only when we have acquired so much, that's how God has blessed us. That our eyes will open, we will see that that's not the gospel. And that's not what Christ is calling us to do. That he has called us to live a life of poverty and make sure that the kingdom of God in his richest treasures can advance in the heart of men. He was killed in Cyprus. Because of the impact he was making, the devil rose against him and they stoned him. He was stoned to death. Is that not a testimony? Eh? Is that not a testimony? Yes, the testimony! That's, he was stoned to death. The testimony. That's the testimony. If you're thinking that testimony is only when great things have happened, you have, you have, you have been deceived. That's the testimony. That's the mark of the kingdom. He was killed that way. We will see the light of God in the absurdities of life. That's the testimony. Two of us. That's the testimony. Killed, crucified, naked. That's the testimony. That's what conquered the devil. 
there. Peter was crucified upside down. Paul, they put his neck on the, on the, on the stone and used that and cut it off. That's the testimony. That's the testimony. St. Thomas Paul was killed in England when he refused to join King Henry, Henry, Henry VIII. That's the testimony. And that your daily refusal to yield to darkness, that's the testimony. That's where the power lies. That's where the grace lies. And that's what marks us as God's children. May God bless the Lord's hearts to Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.